This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Speaking of Writers on Capital Region Sunday. I'm Steve Richards. The New York Yankees are bigger than baseball. Their players become icons. Their fans span the globe, and their history of success is unrivaled in any sport. For more than a century, the franchise has represented the pinnacle of what a professional sports team can achieve. Suffice to say, with new leadership, a new stadium, and a retooled roster, the 2009 Yankees face lofty expectations. Mission 27, a new boss, a new ballpark, and one last ring for the Yankees' core four, tells the story of how those expectations were met. Veteran sports writers Mark Feinsand and Brian Hoke combine their passion and experience in this thorough exploration of the 2009 season and the Yanks' return to World Series glory. Feinstein and Hoke share behind-the-scenes anecdotes and offer you insider perspectives on everything from off-season acquisitions to the final out of Game 6. Mark Feinstein is an executive reporter for MLB.com. He's the author of the New York Yankees fans' bucket list, and he contributed to the Yankees' official 2009 World Series championship commemorative book, 27. Brian Hoke has covered the New York baseball for two decades, working as the Yankees' MLB.com beat reporter since 2007. He's the author of The Baby Bombers, the inside story of the next Yankees dynasty. And uh, Brian Hook joins me now here on Speaking of Writers. Brian, welcome to this program. Thank you. That was quite an introduction. (laughs) Happy to be on with you. So what made you guys decide to write this book, Mission 27? Well, you know, Mark and I have known each other now for more than 10 years. And, um, you know, we were talking about a project that we could work on together. and, And as we started discussing that, we kept coming back to 2009 because it was such a special, significant year in Yankee history and one that I think went largely unappreciated at the time. There was so much going on uh, with the tearing down of the old Yankee Stadium, the move across 161st Street to the new stadium, um, and basically these expectations on this team were huge. They went out they spent a half billion dollars on to bring in the best of the free agent market that was out there. Uh, it was really a we must win now kind of team, and and they were able to follow through on it. And I think uh, at the time uh, there were such huge personalities on that team. You had Derek Jeter, Mariano Rivera, Andy Pettit, Jorge Posada. Uh, they went out and got CeCe Sabathia, AJ Burnett, Mark Teixeira, and Nick Swisher. Um, they were just it was a rock star team, and you thought they were going to win a lot more. You probably expected they were going to go out and win in 2010, 11, 12, and it just didn't happen. And I think now with the 10-year anniversary upon us, uh, it's a really good time to look back and see how special that year was because uh, it's something that I think if you knew that it was going to be the one and only one, you might have appreciated it more at the time. And and now that you look back and these guys are retired, chasing them down and, and getting their reflections on that year, it was a whole lot of fun. Chatting with Brian Hokey along with uh, Mark Feinsand have written the book Mission 27, A New Boss, A New Ballpark, and One Last Ring for the Yankees' Core Four. The forward in the book, uh, Brian, is done by Nick Swisher. How did you uh, select him to do the forward? I, I think Swish was just a perfect 
kind of personality of what that team was. They had fun on the field. Uh, they had fun off of the field. Uh, they were boisterous. They knew they were good. Um, they, it was a very un-Yankee-like, if I can use that word. Um, the Yankees had kind of grown state and corporate in a lot of ways, and uh, they hadn't won since 2000, and they've been the back of the World Series a couple times, but I, I think that anybody who watched the 05, 06, 07, 08 Yankees, uh, it was getting dull, and they missed the playoffs completely in 2008. Nick Swisher arrived. He was one of those big pickups, and uh, certainly not a celebrated pickup at the time, not as much as the Sabathias and the Tasheras and the Burnetts, but he really became a fan favorite, and I think that when I see – the picture of Nick Swisher on the field, whether he's got uh, whipped cream on his face after one of the walk-off wins or he's carrying the World Series championship trophy after game six in that November, uh, I thought that he was a perfect guy to sum up and really give the theme of what we were going to do with this book, which is peel back the layers of 2009, revisit that special year, and, and, and really tell how much fun it was to be behind the scenes with that club because, you know, as I look back now, it's one of my most memorable seasons um, covering the Yankees and just in, watching them win the World Series that year. It was it was really cool, and uh, Swisher enjoyed it as much as anybody. I've never been around anybody who loved being at the ballpark more than Nick Swisher, so he was a perfect choice. You mentioned part of the fun was tracking down some of these guys. You interviewed a lot of the key players. Uh, who were some of the uh, players that you interviewed? Uh, we got almost everybody on that uh, 2009 roster, whether it was the opening day roster or the, the World Series roster. And, and Mark and I really just kind of emptied the Rolodex. And we were, you know, I, I tell a story about how Alex Rodriguez in the book, um, we, we go to meet him in his Manhattan apartment. And, uh, you know, we sit down for five minutes or so. And he says, hey, guys, I got to cut this short. Um, you know, Jennifer Lopez is waiting for me at, at Jimmy Fallon. Do you guys want to come along for the ride? And so we actually wound up talking to Alex for about 45 minutes in his limousine uh, going over to, to 30 Rock and talking to him. And then we wound up getting him again on the phone. Um, we, we sat down with Mark Teixeira at his home in Connecticut and wound up uh, visiting with Joe Girardi, the, the manager of that team at the MLB Network Studios. And uh, a lot of the other ones we, we were able to track down on the phone and, and had hour, hour-and-a-half chats with guys like Johnny Damon and uh, Jabba Chamberlain and Phil Hughes and Swisher, of course. And uh, really, it was just a, such a team of personalities, it really was. And, um, you know, I, I'm traveling with the Yankees, so we were able to get some of the few active players who are still around. You know, the Yankees only have two guys left from that team. It was uh, C.C. Sabathia and uh, Brett Gardner, I was able to sit down with them. Dave Robertson, a relief pitcher, was with the team last year, so we were able to get to him. Uh, Robinson Cano was with Seattle last year, so when the Yankees went out to Seattle, I sat down with him. So it, it was really fun to, to piece the puzzle together, be like, all right, where is this guy now? What is he doing? How many of these guys are still in the game? How many can we get to at the ballpark? And how many are we going to have to chase down on the phone or in person at their homes? And um, you know, for the most part, guys were so receptive because I think they really enjoyed that 2019. I think their guards were down talking about it. Just the fact that Mark and I were both there uh, for the ride with them. They, they were able to tell some stories that, hey, was kind of like, hey, did you guys know this was going on? And then we would go back and forth with, um, you know, what we knew at the time and 
and then what was really going on now. So I, I think the book is filled with a lot of those stories. And, um, you know, I think it's the most complete picture of what a championship team was like in, in the, uh, the early part of the century. My guest is Brian Hokey, along with Mark Feinsand, have written the book Mission 27, A New Boss, A New Ballpark, and One Last Ring for the Yankees Core 4. You mentioned talking uh, extensively with uh, A-Rod Alex Rodriguez. He overcame injury and controversy to earn his sole championship ring that season. What was the team dynamic like, Brian, with uh, Derek Jeter and the Core 4? Yeah, I think that, um, you know, it was still Derek's team to a large extent. I think that the Jeter, Posada, um, Andy Pettit team, I mean, there, there was a definite weight to that. And, um, you know, when you walked into that room, you knew it was still Derek's team, even though Alex had been there since 2004. But I think that when the Yankees went out and got a CC Sabathia, for example, and Brian Cashman, the general manager, told us this story for the book, um, you know, they, they were in a series of negotiations that went from Las Vegas to California, where CC lived at the time. And um, CC was kind of apprehensive about coming to New York. You know, he's a West Coast guy. Um, he pitched in Cleveland. He pitched in Milwaukee. But he'd heard some things around the league that the Yankee clubhouse was fractured um, and, and that there were too many big personalities and they didn't get along. And uh, so point blank, Sabathia asked Cashman about that. And Cashman said, that's true. We are broken. And that's why we need someone like you. And they, it, Cashman really looked at Sabathia as a great unifier. And he was a a boisterous teddy bear personality that everybody gravitated to. And he would organize uh, field trips during spring training. They'd go up to see the Orlando Magic games and sit courtside there. Um, he'd have big barbecues at the house he built in Alpine, New Jersey, just over the George Washington Bridge. So, um, And then we talk uh, in the book, there's an entire chapter devoted to Alex Rodriguez's birthday party that July, uh, which was really fun to kind of get to because it went unreported at the time. Nobody knew the stories there. And, uh, I won't give it all away, but everybody's in formal wear and uh, tuxedos and suits and ties, and they wind up in the, the Olympic-sized swimming pool by the end of the night. So um, it, it was just it was a lot of fun to, to really dig in on that season and kind of um, quiz everybody about what was going on at the time and what we knew and what we didn't know. And um, So I think that uh, that was a team that really had a lot of fun together, and, and I don't think it ever happened quite like that before 09. And, uh, for a lot of reasons, it didn't happen after 09 either. But that team knew they were good. They were coming to your town. They were going to beat you. And uh, I, I, it all worked out in the end for them. Yeah, well, they're winning the World Series. It's hard to believe it's been 10 years. It was also the farewell to George Steinbrenner and the old Yankee Stadium uh, as well. Brian, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me, and uh, hope people enjoy reading the book. Brian Hokahee, along with uh, Mark Feinsand, uh, have written the book Mission 27, A New Boss, A New Ballpark, and One Last Ring for the Yankees' Core 4. And that is, speaking of writers, and Capital Region Sunday, a production of Town Square Media Albany for this week. We'll be back again next week with another edition. I'm Steve Richards. Thank you for listening.